Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series, in the book of James, with this message entitled, The Wicked Rich Condemned, preached May the 25th, 2014. James 5, 1 through 6. The Wicked Rich Condemned. Like Jesus, James, his brother, condemns all making of wealth and its use outside of his will. The earth and all its fullness belong to the Lord. In James 5, 1 through 6, he condemns the wicked rich in the church and in the world. Worship of money is idolatry. It is greed. Wealth is not sinful if it is acquired by just means, by working six days in a week. And wealth is used to love God and the poor of the world. Abraham, Job, and Joseph of Arimathea, Philemon, and Lydia. They were godly and they were rich. They were rich toward God. Generally speaking, God blesses his obedient people with sufficient wealth. Deuteronomy 28, 1-14. God's people do not trust in wealth, but in God who richly provides for all their essential needs. God who is Jehovah Jireh. All our money is a trust from God for spiritual use. The wicked rich are atheists. They have no fear of God. They hate the triune God of the Holy Bible. As Christians, we have a responsibility to condemn all evils in the church and in the pagan nations, including our own. We must condemn abortion. We must condemn abuse of money. We know that the whole world is under the control of the evil one, the God of this world. That's why we don't conform to culture as some pastors are counseling us to do. And they glory that they are conforming to culture. The Lord is our shepherd and we shall lack nothing. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. The Lord's people are rich in God and are content in God whatever their circumstances, whether living in plenty or in want. We can do all things through him who gives us strength. Remember 
what Paul says in 1 Timothy 6, 6 through 10. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. People who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. So I want to say three things from this text. First, condemnation of the wicked rich. Verse 1. Second, reasons for condemnation. Third, the judge who condemns and punishes the wicked rich. First, the wicked rich condemned. Verse 1. James is condemning non-believers. They may be in the church. They may be outside the church. Who do not believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. Chapter 2 verse 1. They do not live by the covenant. To love God with all your heart and your neighbor as yourself. Chapter 2 verse 8. They worship money. Most rich people of the world are idolaters. Their motto is in gold we trust. And the worst offenders are people who use religion to make money. 1 Timothy 6 verse 5. The wicked rich are without hope and without God. They are deceived by their wealth. They are always worrying about this life. They are ignorant of the age to come and the blessed eternal life in the presence of God. They are deceived by wealth and deceived by sin. They are miserable people, always desiring for other things. St. John says in 1 John 2, do not love the world or anything else in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its lusts pass away. But the man who does the will of God lives forever. The wicked rich are unaware of the miseries plural that are about to come upon them they are like the wicked Nabal the fool whom God killed for his wickedness 
They are like the rich fool of Luke 12, 13 through 21. The land produced a good crop. He built bigger barns to store the grain. And listen to his boasting. And I will say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool. This very night, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? Jesus said, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. God, through James, commands all the wicked rich of this world to weep and to wail. Isaiah said the same thing. Isaiah 13 verse 6. Wail! For the day of the Lord is near. It will come like distraction from the Almighty. Listen to Jesus in Luke 6. Blessed are you who are poor. For yours is the kingdom of God. In Matthew 19 verse 23. Then Jesus said to his disciples. I tell you the truth. It is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. James, like an Old Testament prophet, pronounces doom upon the godless wealthy who live a soft and sinful life. And notice he is not calling them to repentance. It is too late. As we read in Jeremiah 11 verse 14. Do not pray for these people. Nor offer any plea or petition for them. Because I will not listen. When they call to me in the time of their distress. Remember Jesus spoke to the rich young ruler. To sell all he owned. And give it to the poor. And come and follow me. Jesus said you will have treasure in heaven he refused he believed in the proverb a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush he was very rich he loved his money he would not part with it it is his God his eternal security He went away to hell sad. He rejected the promised treasure in heaven. He refused to believe in Jesus. He would keep his money and perish forever. So Jesus said it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. He said, no man can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other. Or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve two masters. 
divine judgment is coming upon this country upon the rich filthy rich wicked rich in this country and your gold cannot save you on the last day Ezekiel 7 verse 19 they will throw their silver into the streets and their gold will be an unclean thing their silver and gold will not be able to save them in the day of the Lord's wrath Herod Agrippa 1 God murdered him in Acts chapter 12 immediately because Herod did not give praise to God an angel of the Lord struck him down and he was eaten by worms and he died Nabal the rich man God killed him too Paul says in Romans 2 and verse 5 but because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart you are storing up wrath against yourself for the day of God's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed all the wicked rich of the world hear the word of the Lord weep and wail for the miseries coming upon you here in this life and hereafter in hell number two what are the reasons first selfish hoarding of wealth verse two and three all material possessions are transitory in nature and the rich are transitory too they must die so James says the grain your riches has rotted the wealth of garments are moth eaten and destroyed useless, worthless the hoarded gold and silver corroded your wealth is unreliable and uncertain the wealth has a way of developing wings and fly far away from you your wealth is useless to save you from eternal damnation the rich man of Luke 16 died he went to hell said Jesus he refused to repent while he was living he was busy partying sir Luke 16 verse 19 there was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day Luke 16 25 but Abraham replied son remember that in your lifetime you received your good things while Lazarus received bad things but now he is comforted here and you are in agony there is a life that is coming upon you the misery is coming upon you God will hold all wicked people to be accountable in hell he is in fire right now in agony and in torment your hoarding of wealth your selfish use of wealth will testify against you on the day of judgment the day of the great misery 
Friends, we are living in the last days. Last days point to salvation by Jesus or fiery judgment by the same Jesus to whom all authority is given. Listen to Paul's testimony about himself. He trusted in God alone. He says, Acts 20 verse 33, I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. May God help us to be delivered of lust for stuff. Jesus said only one thing is needful. Whom have I in heaven but you? And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart. And my portion forever. Jesus said only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better. And it will not be taken away from her. And the Philippian jailer called out in the night, what must I do to be saved? And the answer came, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You'll be saved in your household. For all the wicked rich of the world, the fire of God is coming. Isaiah said this in 66 chapter of 24th verse and they will go out and look upon the dead bodies of those who rebelled against me their worm will not die nor will their fire be quenched and they will be loathsome to all mankind and Jesus said Matthew 25 verse 41 then he will say to those on his left depart from me you who are cursed into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels friends pay attention to Jesus who said do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy And where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourself treasures in heaven. Where moth and rust do not destroy. And where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is there your heart will be also. And he also said Jesus Luke 12. Do not be afraid little flock. For your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Therefore, sell your possessions, give it to the poor, provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted, where no thief comes near or no moth destroys. And the second reason, these rich people, wicked rich people, defrauded the wages of the farm workers chapter 5 verse 4 these few wicked rich people owned most of the farmland the poor people had to work for these rich people for daily bread for themselves and for their families They had to work daily from morning till evening yet 
the rich defrauded the workers they failed to pay their wages when the daily work was done they didn't pay attention to the bible in leviticus 19 we read do not defraud your neighbor or rob him do not hold back the wages of a hired man overnight do not curse the deaf or put a stumbling block in front of the blind but fear god i am the lord deuteronomy 24 do not take advantage of a hired man who is poor and needy whether he is a brother israelite or an alien living in one of your towns pay him his wages each day before sunset because he is poor and is counting on it otherwise he may cry to the lord against you and you'll be guilty of sin the rich friends robbed the poor the rich sir one more dollar one billion more dollar never enough i say a fiver's eight Woe to you who add house to house and join field to field till no space is left and you live alone in the land. Ecclesiastes 5.10 Whoever loves money never has money enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with his income. One more dollar. What could the poor do? the owners are deaf to their cry they will not pay the wages they have many excuses so they prayed to god and god heard their prayers and he will punish all the wicked rich who oppress the poor so we read in malachi 3 verse 5 so i will come near to you for judgment I'll be quick to testify against sorcerers, adulterers, perjurers, against those who defraud laborers of their wages, who oppress the widows and the fatherless and deprive aliens of justice, but do not fear me, says Lord Almighty. Friends, Aiken, remember Aiken, sir? He got his money by stealing. and he and his family were killed by god himself judas got his money by selling jesus and he went and hanged himself gehazi got his two talents of silver and two sets of clothing by lying to naaman and he and his family got the curse of leprosy for life Ananias got his money by lying to the Holy Spirit and he and his wife were killed sir. Demas got his money by denying the faith and he went to hell. These first century wicked land owners lost all when the war broke out during the years of AD 68 and 73. Listen Jesus said watch out be on your guard against all kinds of greed a man's life does not consist 
in the abundance of his stuff. Paul tells masters to pay fair wages. Colossians 4 verse 1 Masters provide your slaves with what is right and fair. They call it living wages. Do you better find out what is fair wages? You are commanded by God to pay them fair wages. Because you know that you also have a master in heaven. Number three, sinful lifestyle. James 5 verse 5. James describes the lifestyle of the wicked rich. And Amos tells us this, Amos 6. You lie on beds inlaid with ivory and lounge on your couches. You dine on choice lambs and fattened calves. You strum away on your harp like David and improvise on musical instruments. You drink wine by the bowlful and use the finest lotion. But you do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, you'll be among the first to go into exile. Your feasting and lounging will end. And Peter tells us in Second Peter chapter 2. They'll be paid back with harm for the harm they have done. Their idea of pleasure is to carouse in broad daylight. Their blots and blemishes reveling in their pleasures while they feast with you. With eyes full of adultery, they never stop sinning and they seduce the unstable. They are experts in greed and accursed brood. They dress themselves in royal purpose. They dress themselves in royal purple and enjoy sumptuous feast every day with their wicked rich friends. They will never invite poor people like Lazarus. So we read about Lazarus in Luke 16. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus covered with sores. And longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. We are not told anybody gave him anything. Feasting inside and suffering outside the gate of the wicked rich. They lived in luxury and self-indulgence. They pursued every form of pleasures of sin. They satisfied their every sinful lust. They were unrestrained by the law of God. They did not seek the eternal pleasures of God. Psalm 16 verse 11. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. The most happy people, friends, most happy people on earth are the poor people of God. So we read in Hebrews 11, Moses chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin 
for a short time. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. The wicked rich enjoy the pleasures of sin for a little while, then they perish. The wicked rich are like cattle, fattened for imminent slaughter. The very day of slaughter, the cattle eat to the full, not knowing it will be killed the same day. The wicked rich live the life of luxury, lawless living. In the pursuit of the pleasures of sin. They have no time for God. They spend all their time buying and selling. Buying and selling, planting and harvesting, eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, entertaining and being entertained. All of life, sir. Paul tells us in Titus 2, 11 and 12, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. The grace teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions. But the wicked rich says yes, yes, yes to sin and worldly passions. And the grace teaches us to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age the wicked rich says to that no 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 I will sin kings presidents and the rich live this soft life of luxury this life of conspicuous consumption without any self denial Unaware of the judgment that is coming. Number fourth reason. Oppression of the poor believers. Jesus said blessed are the poor believers for theirs is the kingdom of God. But the children of the devil oppose and oppress the people of God. See how many Christians are being killed. And no one comes to their defense right now. The wicked rich cheated the poor believers of their God-given land by using the court, by bribing the judges, by legal assault. They cheated them, their wages. Thus they deprived them of their daily bread. Thus they murdered the righteous believers. Let me read to you from a man who lived in the second century. His name was Joshua Ben Sira. Second century BC. He says this. The bread of the needy is the life of the poor. Whoever deprives them of it is a man of blood. To take away a neighbor's living is to murder him. To deprive an employee of his wages is to shed his blood yet the righteous did not oppose them based on the words of Jesus 
And what did Jesus say? But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Paul says the same thing, Romans 12, 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and not curse. The wicked opposed the righteous one, Jesus Christ, and murdered him. Yet Christ died for our sins by divine decree. The wicked murdered Saint Stephen, James the Apostle, and also murdered James, the author of this epistle in AD 62. They are murdering our brothers and sisters in this 21st century while the Western countries do nothing. Remember, friends, the words of Jesus. Keep this in mind. For the time is coming when they will oppose you. Luke 21, for I'll give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You'll be betrayed even by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. All men will hate you because of me, but not a hair of your head will perish By standing firm, you will gain life. Soon will come the righteous judge to save his people and punish all the wicked, rich or poor. So point number three, the judge is called here the Lord Sabaoth. The cries of the righteous have entered into the ears of the Lord Sabaoth. The Lord of the angelic hosts of heaven. He is God Almighty. He sees all the sins of the wicked. And he will punish them in the last day. The Lord Sabaoth is none other than our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. As we read in James 5.8, you to be patient and stand firm because the Lord's coming is near. One angel of his army killed 185,000 soldiers of the Assyrian army of Sennacherib who mocked and defied the God of Israel. He is given all authority in heaven and on earth. So we read in John 5, 22 and 23, Moreover, the Father judges no one, but he has entrusted all judgment to the Son. Acts 10, 42, He commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of the living and the dead. Acts 17.31 For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to all men by raising him from the dead. Did you say you don't want to believe in Jesus Christ? He'll kill you. And he's coming to kill you. I said, I want to say it again. There is no neutrality. Either you are on the side of Jesus Christ Or you are full of the devil. Now I want to knock out that idea that I'm just neutral. I'm looking for evidence. No. You are under the control of the evil one. 
Friends, the day of slaughter is coming. The day of burning is coming. The day of the Lord is imminent. He is the Lord Sabaoth, the Lord Almighty. Who can resist him? And your own death is imminent. Don't trust in wealth or your brilliance or your beauty or power. Repent and believe in the only savior of the world, the Lord Jesus Christ, and be rich in God. Friends, luxury makes people fat and flabby and morally weak and corrupt. Use wealth to help the poor, especially those of the household of faith. Use wealth for the propagation of the gospel. Hear what Jesus says to the church of Laodicea. You say, I am rich. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, naked. And First Timothy 6, command those who are rich in this present world that they be not arrogant, nor put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, and put their hope in God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds. And be generous and willing to share in this way. They will have great assurance of their salvation. Those who are rich, the counsel is, don't be proud. Don't trust in uncertain wealth. Trust in God who richly provides for our enjoyment. Be rich in good deeds. Share generously the money. That you may have this great assurance that you are going to the very presence of God. St. Paul said, and my God will supply all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Heavenly Father, we pray that you apply this word to your people. Today, that they may call upon the name of the Lord and be saved, and they may be encouraged by the word they heard, and be strong in the faith. In Jesus' name, amen.